Get that fun feeling in the morning. Jess and Jocko. Live on the Listener app and right here. Ah, welcome to the podcast, everyone. First show done and dusted. First show for 2024. I uh, I ended the show by saying I was proud of us. Yeah, you did. We got through it. And you started the show by not showing up for the first break. Yeah, see, I think we had a little false start. Yeah. And I say we because everything is now the collective. We're team, aren't we? My problems are your problems and your problems are my it's problems. It's like being in a marriage. You yeah. know what I mean? You take things on now. That We are a unit. What yeah. do they say in the vows? For better or for worse? We should do radio vows because now we're, we're a duo. You know? I'm a accredited celebrant. Yes. Ah, to be fair, I've got one thing. I need one piece of paper from the attorney Far general. Out, that's been going on forever. Bro. How hard is it to get your celebrancy course? I thought I could do this. I thought I could knock it over in three months. It has taken 12 and a whole lot of money. I failed components. How much money are we talking? So my course was $975. Mm. And then I had to pay another $400 to the attorney general which I still haven't got that piece of paper saying I can what? legally marry people. What? But you know what I can do? Um, not to make it grim, but yep. I'm also accredited as a civil celebrant to do funerals. Specifically, hey, one, of my, one of my modules there's was... There's good money in death, man. Bro, one of my modules was to do a, a funeral for a pet. That was depressing, AS. Stop it. Yes, I had to write for a service animal as well. I would find that harder than doing a funeral for a person. It was horrific. I just wanted a little side hustle. Is it like a unicorn? It basically is. It basically, (laughs) I did a three-year degree back in the day. Yeah. And I've not studied or done an assignment since. It was like that. However, right. I never failed any component of my degree. I thought it was like getting your Fail. driver's license. You just go. Oh, so easy. No. Out a form. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to do legalese. I had to do video components. I had to do quizzes. It was very, oh, very long I think it long used to be arduous. really easy, and then everyone started doing it, and they've made it harder, and they've made, you know found a way to make money to out To be of fair, it. there's too many shit ones out there. So they've made <laughs> yeah. it harder. They've made the whole hurdles higher. So you haven't had your first wedding yet? No, because I don't have that attorney general piece of paper. Oh, I can't wait till you do. I know, right? I've already had some inquiries for like 2025 weddings. We should become, because I've had lots of, I've emceed, Shaga, um, you, you know, I've emceed about, I don't know, eight weddings know. in my time. Let's yeah, put it this yeah, way, yeah. Shaga. He has emceed more weddings than he's been a guest. Yep. You know what probably. I mean? Like you've been a, you've Every had time a job. I go to a wedding, I've got a, I've got a job. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, so people who hit me up now, like listeners and stuff, if I could emcee their wedding, they're always like, oh, could you emcee weddings? We could be a package. Oh my God. Celebrate MC ce- package. No offence to anyone who asks you, yeah. but you're getting the raw end of that deal because I do half an hour's <laughs> know, work and I then you've got to stay till 11. That is, that is crap. Fuck that. Maybe we could be a joint combined <laughs> celebrant. and So we both do the celebrancy, but you really, you're the legal one. Well, I just do the legal part. And then we both anyone do the MC. can do a ceremony. Just yeah, the yeah. legal component, you have to be a credit. I'll be like the hype person. You'll be like, do you take him? Forgiveness of Paul. For of Oh, I love that. Yeah. How dare they? Yes, because that way I can sell the ceremony as, yeah. you know, the most dramatic, entertaining thing yes. ever because I've got a crew, i.e. you, Doing like you know the echo when yeah. they're pumping it out the there. Music. I'm the hype guy, and I then when we MC, it. you can be my hype gal. You can do a fake objection, and then oh. we can work it in for a premium price. The groom can come and like you know fight char whatever, yeah, get yeah. a real like mm, yeah, it can moment. be a moment. I'm like I'm sorry, and then she can go, he's not worth it, and I run away. We can do the love actually choir. We'll end up making it all about us. Absolutely, isn't that why people hire us to do anything? Because <laughs> they want you know that little special magic we can sprinkle. Yeah, a little sprinkle dust. So anyway. Uh, how the hell did we get onto ceremonies? Mm. We- vows. Yes. We're going to do wedding oh, we do, vows because we you're right. For better or for worse, my stuff ups are your stuff ups. Yeah, I know. We've really become in sync. We're and in- as the person who works the buttons, you should be able to hide my stuff ups. <laughs> You've known me long enough now. <laughs> we need now. to be in the room for me to hide them. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I can't hide anything when you're not in the room. <laughs> when I turn your mic on, you're not there. There's not all I can do. you audio of me on your buttons. Yeah. Surely you could have just hit Swamp Project a couple of times and it would have sounded like I was here. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that was the first thing I played for the year. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Jess. Where is it? Where's 
Where's that? Oh, here we go. Swamp crotch. Happy New Year. Bang, we're back. Everyone be like, oh, yep, they're back on. Anyway, it was a really fun show. Enjoy it. Love it. Shall I got anything to add there or? Nah. Happy with that? Pretty happy with that. <laughs> okay, good. I tell I you, know, I'm, I'm really, you know, he's such a positive, uplifting he voice. He is, he is. Yeah. The day we get like a real gun ho, you know, tick of approval from Shy Guy, oh we'll God. know we're killing it. I've led in the pencil that day. Until then. Yeah. We, we, You'll get it. We'll get it. Okay. <laughs> One day. <laughs> Be better. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. Right now, uh, there's been a recent study done. Um, normally, I'm not a big fan of the World Health Organization. I normally don't look into their articles too much. Yeah, fair. Uh, I've got better things to do. Absolutely. Are you still grieving, you know. They locked you in for, oh, you had like two stints in COVID, didn't you? Being yeah. locked in. I had the full 14 day after you had my the, Bucks party. Oh, and you didn't even have it. You weren't testing positive. I didn't. So I understand you're still, you're trepidatious yes. when you see anything with the World Health Organization. But the WHO uh, and the National Library of Medicine have come out uh, talking. Two of your favourites. <laughs> two of my favourites. Really glad I'm, t- this should be a shy guy story, let's be honest. Our producer Excuse shy you. Guy. This should what not be me. second organisation? <laughs> the, the National Library of Medicine. Okay. The, the NLOM, obviously. You're bringing obviously. us a story from the NLOM <laughs> the, the for a Monday. The who the NLOM. Um, uh, they... <laughs> Someone had a quiet weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it'll get there. Then you'll realise it's like me, okay? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, they studied 200 countries about certain addictions. Mm. Now, what countries are the most addicted to things like alcohol, tobacco use, screen time, and one of my favourites, sexy time. Oh, of course. That is a, an addiction. It's an addiction, right? Hi, my name's Ducko and I'm addicted to sex. Hi, Ducko. Hi, uh, yes. Guess who uh, topped the world... In being addicted to sex. It's not us. Oh, it's Australia, baby. What? Yeah. We're not. What? So Romania. Oh, Romania is one of the sexy nations. You know, like yeah, Spain and Italy. No, it, apparently it's just on our mind a lot. Wow. Um, it, we always think about it. Uh, it, it. It takes in the number of sexual partners per year. Apparently, Australia had a high average of thirteen. Is that high, is it? <laughs> I, I am happily married. That is was rude. It, is it high, Shy Guy? Yeah, yeah. Shy Guy, you're single. It's high, it's high. <laughs> okay, it's always and on our minds. Yes. Yeah, we're doing it a bit. And the average age of virginity loss as well. They took that into account too. Okay. Uh, they've taken that in. Uh, so we top the nation, or top the, uh, the world, I should say, in being addicted to sex, how many times we're having sex, how many partners we're having sex with. Right. How many times we're doing it per year. Because I was going to say, I didn't think Australia topped, you know, sexiest nation or all no, the time, our accent doesn't Brazil. pop in. You know, exactly, you're South Americans. But yep. in terms of addicted to the act, yeah. we're blowing everyone else out of the water. Hey, blow it. Don't say blow uh, <laughs> so, so places like Romania scored the most addicted uh, to alcohol, and Latvia was very high on alcohol and gambling. Australia was, oh, okay. Australia was in the top three in gambling, though. And apparently, Are they all sort of hand in hand? <laughs> well, I love it how we're, we're, it's us, Latvia, and Romania. I'm like, that's they're interesting countries to I be on par with. I we were allies with Latvia no. and Romania in many things in sex addiction yeah. and, and other addictions. I've been Fantastic. to Romania. Wouldn't go back. Okay. Uh, is it chilly? Uh, What's it's, Romania yeah. shtick? Why are they drinking so much? Uh, I don't think they're super happy. <laughs> okay. Um, but the, the WHO the who and the... Uh, and the library. <laughs> yes, the National Library of Medicine were very confused because Australia's got such a laid-back culture. They were surprised with these high rankings. I'm like, yeah, because we're drunk 90% of the time. Exactly. Which then leads to sex and gambling. Beer goggles, baby. Uh, Everyone uh, looks like, you know, an eligible partner. Everyone's a 10. Everyone's a 10. <laughs> Everyone's a 10. Other- oh, so you should work for the library. You're making these connections yes. that they didn't. They can't see this. They don't get it. Nerds in a room. They've never seen anything like this before. Well, congratulations, Australia. I'm a what do we want to be known for on the world stage? Yeah. Sex addiction. Sex, edi- sex edition. And, and swimming. <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. Jess and Ducko. Uh, welcome to the show if you're a new listener or if you're not. You know, it's just like stepping back into a warm bath. Absolutely. Thanks yeah. for sticking with us. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, Ducko, 
It's a Monday. Yes. It's going to go to Arizona for a quick mm-hmm. second. Favorite places to visit. Oh my god! Oh. Mm. The cactus out here. Spent a week in Arizona one night. Oh. <laughs> is that how you do that joke? <laughs> Saying like I had a big one. Had a big one in Arizona. Yeah, does that, does that make sense? Know. My husband always does. Like, yeah, I don't think I've done it well enough. Anyway, <laughs> we're in so our... do it on the radio. Might as well. <laughs> I was already good. late to the show. Yeah. How much worse can it get? Uh. Ducker, we're in Arizona. Yes. And now, as I quickly read the article, we technically should be in Sydney, but the man. <laughs> The protagonist, <laughs> the, the protagonist of our story, yes. is from Arizona. Okay, so we're not going to Sydney. No, nah, no, nah, let's stay in Arizona. Okay. It's more right. fun. Yeah. Um, father of two, Rod, Rod Maroney. He has been the victim Rocket of what Rod. I'm calling the most un-Australian offence of all time. Mm-hmm. All right, he he is here with his wife Barb, Barb and Rod. Rod and Barb. Mate, they're obviously retirees. They're both in their sixties. They're doing a bucket list trip. Okay, yeah. you know Australia is often one of those destinations. We're so far away from the rest of the world. They all put us on their bucket list. Yeah, so and they're, they're coming here, here for a long period. Rod and Barb are here, probably going to Winnebago. They're here for a while. Legit, they yeah. were meant to be here for weeks, traveling around. They start in Sydney. I get it. All right, you're going to start in Sydney. That's going to be your base. Yeah. They're only here for a few days, right? When Rod, crossing some light rail tracks, gets hit by an e-bike. Oh. Now, you've seen these things scooting around. They can get some speed up. Yeah, yeah they're good fun. I they're mean, good and they're fun. easy to get around. I don't mind the electric scooters, but I think you're not actually technically allowed to have them. Yeah, I think it might be illegal. No, they have them still in, in lots of play. I don't yeah, know but like, them. can you own one yourself? Oh, I've seen like the city has it, and then you can hire them oh. and scoot around. But I don't know if you're technically allowed to have one. Right. But anyway, the e-bikes. I see a lot of kids on them as well. And no one has helmets on them. No one has helmets. You're definitely meant to. But Rod, he is the pedestrian in this story. He is crossing the light rail tracks. There are definitely not meant to be e-bikes riding along there. No. He gets... Collected by an e-bike. Yeah. How bad's this? The injury was so bad he spent weeks in a coma. Forget about your bucket list trip traveling around in your caravan, oh. going up the Nullarbor or whatever. He is now in a coma. Okay. Yeah. The police come and visit him and Barb in the hospital, but he's in a coma. Barb answers some questions. All right. Obviously, they want to find out what went wrong. Don't know who the person was that hit him. Well, this is the thing. Perhaps not, because who gets issued a fine whilst he's in the coma? Rod, no. did you know it was a fine for moving into a rider's path? He got an $86 fine. No, he didn't. Into the letterbox of his Airbnb. So Barb's obviously given the details the of Airbnb. where we're staying in Honest Sydney. Honest Barb's <laughs> just given them the details. Oh, we're here. Now, this is the issue, Ducko. Yes. Barb, former lawyer. She not having any of this. Right. My husband's in a coma. I will defend his honour. She goes in the US. That would be not. That would not be good service of process because my husband doesn't technically live at the Airbnb. If they wanted to give him the fine, they were meant to come to the hospital and put it in his lap. Oh, <laughs> while he's while he's on the bed. Whilst he's on the bed. What? I can't believe you can get a fine for this, and I can't believe they'd fine for someone while they're in a coma. Absolutely. Moving into a rider's path. I get it if you're being a dickhead yeah. and you are potentially causing that rider injury. Yes. Yeah. This guy's just an innocent. American Rod's tourist just here pedestrian. He's probably got his Kodak out oh. and he's taken a snap. You're telling me Rod's still not walking around with the Sony Cybershot on a lanyard around his neck? <laughs> he's absolutely he's still not got, that. What's those things called? The, <laughs> the selfie, selfie stick. stick. Get in, Barb. Quick, get in. Rod, not another one. Isn't Splat. this a sad detail? They were walking back from dinner at 7.30 p.m. Oh, they were having sweetie. an early night. They were having an early night. They were one. probably getting up early to do the bridge climb or something. And yeah. now Rod, thankfully, he's okay now. He's fine, so we can talk his about it. His memory's a bit messed up, but oh. like, <laughs> physically, he's okay. It's a bit grim. <laughs> 
<laughs> he regressed to the past. He was calling nurses and doctors by the names of people he used to work with. Well, he's going to be very confused when he gets that $800 fine, isn't he? Well, 86, 86. Oh, so eight... <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that would have been so much worse. <laughs> How's my memory? <laughs> Jess and Ducko. So you know where I live. It is a heritage-listed sort of suburb. Yes. And my house has got some very annoying parameters on it because it's an old suburb, so the house has been around forever and a day. Uh-huh. Um, someone once told us it used to be where the um, – the dude who would run like the mental facility in the in the in the community. That's oh. where he lived. I'm like, why is that heritage protected? I don't know if that's true. But anyway, for some reason it's really hard to do anything to the house. Right. We just got the council approval to do a bit of a renovation. It's been a like a 24-month process. And that is something to celebrate, you'd think, right? Yeah. Arduous to get this thing over the line. It was a bit of a woohoo. Wonderful. Yep. Our daughter. Did one of the biggest burps I've ever heard in my life. I've heard grown men burp <laughs> softer and tamer than this little 12 week old. Yeah, did. this is Lucia's audio. That is Quint- <laughs> That is her. That's her. You should have seen Angus and I dancing around the house. Everything we've learned about colic and yeah. unsettled babies. Oh, so you want to get the gas you out. You want to get the gas out. It's it's like the number one thing why your baby might be unsettled. So we're burping and burping for hours. Right. You should have heard this burp. It quelled and diminished the celebration about the DA approval and expanding our dream family home. Who cares about that? The baby burps. She burped, baby. We got one. Welcome to parent life. <laughs> yeah, can you tell me, Jess of old, Jess of four months ago, five months ago, would have been proud of her baby burping? Oh, no. You'd been, I you'd been ro- hate burps. She would have ruined the aesthetics of the burp or something like I that. I got a guy disinvited to our wedding because he burped in my vicinity. I was like, I hate him. He's on the. He's banned. Now I'm doing cheers. I'm cracking champagne. Burp. If, if you see Jess in public, just give her a burp. Oh, I love it. I'll get you a high five. <laughs> this is Jess and Welcome to the party. Absolutely. Uh, Happy New Year. If this is the first time, that's my rule about Happy New Year. If you haven't seen the person, you can still say it. Right. So, for it's our first show back, Happy New Year, which we have a new game. Producer Shy Guy, you've been Mm. trolling the socials. You've come across a fun one, which you've given us a warning might be a little controversial. Look, it's just very subjective. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're going to be the adjudicator, I guess. So, it's to your discretion. Um, yep. Can you explain the rules of this game, which we've got on the borders? Can't be. Can't be. Oof. Risky title. That is, is that the controversy? We'll get Jess and Ducko's can't be. That's a tough one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Careful. Really. I'm, I'm plotting over the dump button here. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure it works. What are, what are the rules? So I'm going to give you a question. It's kind of like reverse alpha bucks in a way. It's right. like alpha bucks will give you the letter. You've got to answer all with that letter. I'm going to say a question, but it has to not contain, like, the letter or the topic of this. You're going to give, like, a parameter. A parameter, yeah, thank you. Are we having a practice round? I just feel like we can have have a practice practice round. round. Are we we just yelling out or do you want to – I don't like buzzing him his name. No, because that gets more confusing. Just go with just I go. I think we can distinguish between you two. Yeah, I think we're just yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. We, yeah. We sound pretty similar. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, practice question. Yep. Okay, name a city without the letter A. Dubbo. If we count that as a city, sure. Yeah, it's a city. Yeah, you're okay. right. Even though that's so simple, it's all really, I was, but you think all, you think all, think all of Amsterdam. that. Yeah. Yeah. All all you think of all the eight. Yes, like yeah, Newcastle. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Oh, okay. All okay. Right. That is weird. Right. So I sit. Yeah. All right. Do I need to keep score? Have you had a coffee this morning? I just made you a long. Yeah, you made yeah, me a All right. We're yeah, both I'm firing. Good. We're firing all cylinders. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Now we're scoring. Okay. With no prize. All right. A type of transport without. Wheels. 
Car- horse and carriage. Yeah, if you that. just stay with horse, yeah. Yeah. go horse. Yeah, the carriage you've got wheels. <laughs> if we just go horse. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's lateral That's thinking. It's, it is. It's weird how much it wigs you out. Oh my god, mm. I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. I could have said boat, helicopter, submarine, hot air balloon. Oh, submarine, hot air balloon. Of course, everyone takes a hot air balloon. I love work. a hot air balloon. Yeah. I should have thought of that. Yeah. All right, next one. Okay. So that was a point two. Ducko. Okay. Thank you. Tick. An Adam Sandler movie that isn't a comedy. Oh Click. no. That, oh, I laughed comedy. at Click. That's a comedy. Is Click a comedy? What's the it's one with comedy. the diamonds? Oh. The, the, the jewellery movie. Yeah, you oh. there? Uh, um, Bracelet? It's really no. anxiety-inducing. What the hell's it called? Um, where he... I can't think of it. And the new one with these kids. I can't think of any movie that's not silly. Uh, 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 Astronaut Man or something like that. It's a new one that's out. Or, Astronaut uh, Man. Oh, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. What's Astronaut Man. Or is it like he, that's, it's not out yet? At the, I don't know. No, I think Buzz You Out. Okay. Rain Over Me 2007 oh, was no. a drama and Uncut Gems is what you were thinking of. 2019. Uncut Gems. How uncut did we gems. not remember that? Julia Fox. Okay, well, that's no one. This is so hard. Yeah, we're looking like we're looking like real idiots here. <laughs> uh, this whole week's a warm up, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Uncut Jams. Yeah. Okay. These Lady Gaga songs. Yes. Without the letter I. Paparazzi. Poker, Poker face. face. Did you just go paparazzi and then realise it was an I? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rule against sounding it out, is there? Yeah, but... I mean, she, it's almost like she said the answer. Yeah, if she was on mic. Did you give an answer, though? I said the same thing at the same time, but... I let you have horse and carriage. Give it to her. Give it to her, give it to her. All right, next one. Okay. An animal that can live both on land and in water. Crocodile. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. You know why? Because on the Today Show, I had to feed a crocodile recently. Oh, that's not fair. He's bloody slumdog millionairing it. He's had all these experiences (laughs) to answer questions. He was a lazy croc, too. I I hosed him. He didn't like it. That's a bit of fun. What was his name? (laughs) I can't remember, but he was old. I think, wait, are we tied? We're tied. This is the tie breaking question. Look over here, Ducko. Look over here, Ducko. (laughs) Something in space that doesn't have the letter S in it. Planet. Oh, bang. 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 No it. baby brain here, baby. Oh, <laughs> don't have the letter S in it. Mm. That's a fun game. That's a good though. game. I think we need to get a little open and get it produced. I think Jesse so. Jesse Duck goes, can't be. Can't be. Can't be. It can't be. Can't be. Is it better or worse if you really hit the T? Can't be. No, I don't think you should do yeah, that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. Right now, I just want to give a bit of a... Bit of a shout out. I think I need to start a support group because finally I've had some experience in this field and I I think we need to get together, anyone who has been a victim of this, and just console each other because, my God, I got ghosted over the break and it is a horrible, horrible situation to find yourself in. Ghosted by like a friend or like a... By an employer. (laughs) <laughs> Let me give you the rundown. Well, your swipe card worked this morning, so it, it can't did, be it here. It did not this employer. Yeah. I um, I just can't believe people do this to other humans. We've heard about ghosting forever and a day, particularly yeah. around now we've got all the apps with the dating. I know ghosting is a big one. Yes. You'd be talking to someone. You'd be having a great time. Maybe you even catch up once or twice for a face-to-face date, and then they drop off the face of the planet. Yes. Hence this new term that everyone knows, ghosting. <laughs> I um haven't had it happen to me with a with a prospective partner or anyone I've sort of dated. But this is the first time it's happened where they just dropped off the face of the planet. Right. And my God, the tailspin it sent me into. Have you ever had someone do this? Do you just I've drop had, I've had off people and just not reply. Uh, one of my pet hates is if you text someone and they don't reply back. 
I, yep. ju- I just can't handle it. What what period of grace will you give them? Like an hour? Oh, like I, I give them a day. A day, yeah, 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 yeah. But if they just don't reply, period, then you see them in somewhere and you're like, well, you just oh, never reply. Well, that's it. You better have died because yeah, yeah, I, what is your yeah. excuse? Are you more important than replying to me? Yeah. How yeah, do I be. know you take your phone into the toilet? Yeah. What you can't reply? Two yeah. minutes. Give me a thumbs up emoji at least. Yeah. Um. So I've been I've been doing some writing on the side, and um, oh. before the before the Christmas break, I got a response. Um, um, saying, hey, that's the last one for the year, no worries. Before you write another, can we have a conversation just about a different direction? Oh. So I've sort of gone immediately, my ego takes a hit. What's wrong with what I've been doing so far? It's like blog writing. Blog writing, exactly. Okay. So I sort of was like, okay, so you've got a problem with what I've done so far. That's okay. That's okay. I can take constructive criticism. Different direction definitely does scream of we hate what you're <laughs> we doing. Hate- we, we haven't found the language with which to um, address yeah. it yet. Yeah. We've given you a couple of goes. It's time to address it for the new year. Okay. That's a good blanket reset. What kind of reset. things were you doing? Was oh, it like food? I was, I was writing about food. Yeah. Exactly. I was writing yeah. about food. I was writing about my opinion on things. Okay. Going, okay. They don't, they don't like it. Yeah. I need to be better. Let's have a conversation. So I write back, absolutely. I'm free this afternoon for a phone call if you want to jump on the phone. Yeah. No reply, Ducko. And then I send another email about a week later. Okay, it's getting close to Chrissy. Everyone's maybe switching into half-day mode, Christmas parties. N- still no reply. Uh, so then I take it to the telephone. You know how I feel about phone you calls. You don't call. You hate I them. If do, I call you, you won't pick no, up. No, I'll screen it and Not then to, message you. Yep. Are you dying? Do you need my help? I'm just like, pick up the call. The only person I'll take a call from is your mum because the last time she called me, you needed rescuing when you that's dislocated right. your shoulder in the surf. Surfing, yeah, that's So right. I know she'll call for an emergency. Everyone else, just text me. Side note, if you ever dislocate your shoulder in the surf, don't call Jess. She's <laughs> the wrong person to have in a crisis. I've never made a note never to call you. That's <laughs> actually good intel. Don't call me. Um, <laughs> I did make it all about me when Ducko uh, did dislocate his shoulder. Yeah. But I called. Yeah. No answer. Wow. I then text saying, hi, I've just called. Because yeah. I don't leave voicemails. I'm not that psychotic. No answer to my text, Ducko. Then I took it to social media. I found the person who I was communicating with. Hey, not sure if you missed my email, phone call and text. I started getting loopy. And imagine if this was a partner. I started getting loopy, messaging her. Hey, I don't know if you've you seen. really pressed. She left me on red. No, I couldn't believe it. I absolutely. My husband had to hear about this every second of the day. What have I done? Is this how they're firing me? Why? Why aren't they telling it's me good what's too, going on? You'd barely face rejection like this. I oh, know. So this is you know I I'm kind had- of enjoying this. This would be character building. Yeah. No, it was it was character revealing. And what it revealed <laughs> is that I, I am an insecure piece of crap. I was losing my mind so much so. So I've gone through all the – I went so far as trying to look up the address of the building, being like, do I rock up? Do I rock – Do it. Please psychotic do it. psychotic No, it'd be totally normal. It'd be fine So I didn't that. go that far. But what I did do yes. is go over her head and find the boss. <laughs> Oh, my God. I found the boss of this You didn't this just thing. take the hint and go, maybe I'm not going to be blogging anymore? Nah, nah, I didn't take the hint. I went above. I went above and found his email address and within about 48 hours did get a reply. The reply was, yeah, that girl you've been trying to get in touch with, she's been on holiday oh. this whole time. She's not been checking her emails upon my, you know, command. Yeah. Actually having a proper break after a big year. So that's why you've not uh, received a reply in all your inquiries. Because he was on holidays, just trying to enjoy the holiday. She was just trying to relax. And you're about and to rock up to her house and throw legit, things at her. I was about to throw a rock through the window saying, please reply, I'm losing my mind. Yeah. So to anyone who has been ghosted, yeah. I feel you. And to anyone who has ghosted, 
I say shame. I say shame on you because you send people batty. It is the cruelest thing you can do. What do you say to people who are just on holidays trying to enjoy their holiday? Oh, yeah, and to them off? I say I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jess and Ducko. Jess and Ducko. Uh, I was doing the Today Show. Um, the Today Show weather. I was doing the weather across the country. Now, when you do the Today Show weather, you realise that you're not actually doing the weather. Um, you're there to be an idiot and have fun. You are the court jester. Legit. That's you exactly are. what yeah. you are. You are in a coconut bra yep. in Fiji. Yep. You are diving with stingrays. You're doing everything, you feeding are... crocodiles. You, most of the time you're hanging out with kids and animals, and kids and animals suck on TV. Yeah. So you're just trying it's to live, make it work. Baby, it's it's live. live. And they always, you know, what's Ducko doing? Where's he at? It was great. If you saw me on there, I apologize in advance. <laughs> I had a lot of fun, though. Yeah. Uh, and you got the weather out there. I did. I tuned in. There was a chance of sun or a Mate, chance of showers. All I'd say is chance of showers, because then you're never wrong. I had your dad message me, actually, Ducko. What's the date for my son's wedding? What's this weather going to be? I'm like, Rob, just because I do the weather means I know nothing about the weather. I am not a meteorologist, I Rob. Don't, I don't I love care. That he you. <laughs> I'm also getting this from Bomb and reading temperatures on a screen. <laughs> I'm out and about doing something. You know what? It was partly cloudy at my brother's wedding, so you could have really probably gone with a safe one. Partly There's potential cloudy. Potential chance of showers, and it's hot somewhere. It's flooding somewhere else. Uh, but there was two moments uh, which were a bit of fun. So Gav Morris, who does uh, NBN weather, ironically enough. Uh, and he hosts the NBN broadcast. And you might know Gav. He was hosting the Weekend Today Show when I was on. Oh, the boys are back in town. The Here boys are go. back in town. Um, so I thought I'd stitch him up a little bit because I was at a Sea Life Aquarium in Melbourne and they were talking about jellyfish. And it's the age-old thing. When you get stung by a jellyfish, do you wee on yourself? Yes. Everyone always tells us that you do. We had a jellyfish expert. Uh, and I got to... Uh, that was his title? <laughs> jellyfish expert? <laughs> Something like that. Oh, his parents must be so proud. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, as far as jellyfish people go, he was very enlightening. A nice guy. Oh, you, mate, he's won you over. He did. My apologies. I'll stop making fun of You'll hear him in this grab uh, because then I throw to Gav. Oh, don't <laughs> humanise him. I'm making fun of him. <laughs> yes. I, I throw Gav under the bus. Now, uh, Gav wanted me to clear something up in mm. the studio. Is it true when you get stung by a jellyfish that you need to wee on the sting? <laughs> no, that's not true. Whoever made that up knew nothing about jellies. No. Totally fake. You hear that, Probably Gav? Probably just a weirdo. Gav, yeah. you just wee on yourself for no reason. <laughs> we can't do it. Wow, you know, I've been doing that for many years now out in the surf. <laughs> you need to stop doing that, Gav. What a waste of time. <laughs> Ducko says it's stop not a big damn. <laughs> I mean, if he wants to, he can. <laughs> if he <laughs> wants he can, to, okay, huh? there you go. If yeah. you still want to keep doing it, <laughs> yeah, that's well, good. It warms the wetsuit. I love that. It warms the wetsuit. <laughs> he, he played along, good on you, Gav. It was fun. Very good. I didn't know where the line was, because I know I've done radio for a fair few years, and I know where the line is on radio. And we can get away with more on radio. I think so. When it's faceless, you can push, <laughs> the, you can push the envelope you a can. bit more, can't you? But free to air. National TV, there is definitely... Particularly when you're new to the family. Yeah. Yep. But you know me, Jess. Nah, better to seek forgiveness than... Uh, better to seek uh, per- forgiveness than permission. That's right. Yes, that's the phrase I'm going by. Uh, so enter a caravan park on the Gold Coast where I was just before Christmas. Oh, would have been chock-a-block. It was yep. busy. Uh, there was actually... Uh, there was a family there from New South Wales who I interviewed, got to chat to. They were great. But there was a, a woman called Wendy. Wendy. Now, Wendy was a saucy mama, probably... Mm, retired, I'm going to say, could have been in her 70s All right. um, or All right. 60s. Road warrior. She's got the caravan. Yep. Yeah. I chatted to her and her partner about their caravan. They've been on the road for months talking about the things you can do in the caravan. Why did you pick out Wendy and her partner? Did you see them? They look fun. No, they gave them to me and said, you got to chat to these people. Sometimes you, oh. rock up, sometimes you rock up and they're like, chat to these people, do this, you're on in 20 minutes. And you're like, So someone's sussed out. Yeah. These guys are a bit of fun. They'll make for good TV. Yeah. Ducko, you're in. I'm going to play the audio 
of what happened with me and Wendy because I didn't know where the line was. Okay, uh, you've never met this woman? No, okay. absolutely not. And uh, the host didn't really know me either, so here's how it goes. <laughs> and you guys made me some breakfast. Uh, is that all right? Yeah, that's cool. Cheers. Anything you'd like. Anything, I don't know what's in there. Is that state <laughs> yours? And can I stay with you guys tonight? Yeah, for sure. Anywhere you like. First, Steve can sleep out in the annex and you can sure sleep with me. <laughs> Steve, I'm sorry about that, mate. Well, that's all right. I'll go along with it. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, going to go along with it. Uh, okay, guys, well, I think that's where I leave you. Uh, well, Ducko, what, what happens in the caravan stays in the caravan, right? Might need to get a welfare check on Ducko. <laughs> what happens in Nobby's caravan park stays here. Um, and I'll see you Just guys later. Come on, Wendy. Come oh. on. See you guys. Have a, okay. Come on. Oh, no. Just... <laughs> oh, and, and she's straight in as well. It is 9.14am on weekend today. <laughs> Oh, good. Check him with them again in half an hour. Oh, no, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wendy, obviously you can see the visuals. We'll have to post it on our socials, Jess and Ducko. Wendy then, I get up and go, let's go, get in the caravan. Wendy joins me and comes in. I and then love as we, that. Her husband goes, oh, he gets up, walks off. Then Wendy, as we walk in, we're into her caravan, and she goes, ah, oh, no, I didn't clean up for you. <laughs> It's like, Wendy, we're not actually going to have sex, doll. This isn't happening. It's 9.14am, Wendy. <laughs> this is Jess and uh, Tony Jones from Channel 9 for the Oz Open joining us inside 15 minutes. Absolutely. Unfortunately, all the Aussies out of the Oz Open, but yeah. there's still a lot of drama to unfold, including a very controversial viral moment that Tony was a part of himself. Yes. We'll have to ask him about the gaffe he made with uh, uh, Aussie sportsman superstar Dylan Orcos. Yeah, that's very funny. Uh, right now, Jess, uh, for those that don't know me, for those that are new to the show, I do have a, a beloved dog, Pam. Now, how would you describe Pammy? If Pam was a human, she would need therapy. <laughs> she is, oh, yeah, she's on anxiety would you meds. disagree? Yeah, yeah, She is an anxious lady. So anxious. Fit as anything. Very fit. The chick runs marathons with you daily. Lean. But she... She's she's had a time. Yeah. She's been blinded. Yeah. She's had vaginitis. Lots of vaginitis. She's had ailment after ailment. She's pup. She's cost us a lot of money, and thank God we had pet insurance. That's, as she's I a rescue. Say, I've said it multiple times. Say, Daddy got bills. They got bills, and mostly they are around your dog. She yeah. costs you. A lot of money. So much money. Just, you know, diet alone. You're cooking her meals every day. Yeah, she eats a raw diet of chicken and veggies. Special and, diet. And oats. Anyway, I, I love little Pammy. We love Pam so much. She's a big part of this show as well. You hear about Pandemic Pam because we got her in the pandemic I a lot. I think you talk about Pam, more than my your wife. dog, more than you talk Absolutely. about your wife. <laughs> yeah, I love her more than my wife. Yeah, I think Morgan's comfortable with and me saying that. famously, Morgan yeah. um, has never been on the air. You've been in radio over like over a decade. Yeah. Uh, I think we've had Pam on. We have had Pam on. Barking we had Morgan and audio on. and yeah. stories. So Pam and I, we our family live up in Brisbane. So when we were back for the Christmas break, we drive up every year usually. And we drove the dog up. Oh, can you imagine Pam on a flight? She oh, ain't getting on no plane. She's, she's not coming off that Unless thing. you could afford first class for that. Yeah. Dog. She and she can not. sleep in her own bed lying down. Yeah, no, she'd do right. that. She'd do that. So we, we had to drive her up. And then Morgan had to come back by herself, like fly home because she had to work, fly back to where we live. So then I had to drive solo from all the way from Brisbane down into like Newcastle, New South Wales. Yes. Okay, so I had to do this 10-hour drive. It normally takes about mm, seven and a half to eight, yep. but there was so much traffic. How's Pam's, you know, I spy game and, oh. the, and you know, the car games? Is she, <laughs> she, she, she good at those? She, she gets pretty company? boring to talk to for a while. She just sleep. <laughs> The thing about Pam is we need to drug her to drive her long distances. She needs her drugs to just chill out. She's not contributing. She's Jesus, not get- you would want to hope you're not dozy because yeah. she's not keeping you she, away. No, absolutely not. She can't take the wheel. She's not listening along to my podcast 
relaxed and enjoying life. That's right. So I've given Pam a medication. We're in the in the car. Around the Gold Coast area, there was so much traffic. For anyone who drove there on the holidays, they'd know. It was just bumper to bumper all the time, the Gold Coast Highway. Now, we were stuck in two hours of gridlock. Like, Oh, my God. It's already a 10-hour journey. Yep. And I was just watching my Apple Maps just tick up and tick up. The time keep going, oh. keep going. All of a sudden, because we're a little bit stop-starty with the traffic, Pam gets up. And she does the classic animal in a car and vomits all over her mat on the back seat. Beautiful. Like a big vomit, like everywhere. Beautiful. And I'm in the front. Normally, those, those raw chicken necks and broccoli that she's had for dinner. It's all coming out. <sighs> so many, she has blueberries. Always blueberries pop out in the vomit. Oh, okay. Very interestingly. Um, so I'm there. <laughs> that would make it a nice color. Interesting color. <laughs> it does. It does mix it up. It does mix it up to clean up. It's very delicious. Mm. So I'm there seeing Pam in the rearview mirror vomiting. I'm like, no, sweetie, Did no. she do that classic thing that dogs do sometimes in the middle of the night where you start hearing it? Yep, <gasps> the reach. <gasps> but what can I do? I can't. We're stuck in traffic. To be fair, you stop. Could you not get her out? Quickly just put her on the side of no, the road. No, <laughs> not, like not safe. So not then, safe. So then Pam vomits. It's, it's all over her mat. She then goes to sleep on the other side of her mat and just goes, oh, I'm going back to bed. <laughs> Daddy can deal with Daddy that when we that. get home. Daddy can't get off the highway and he's stuck in the car. There's so no there, exit. There's nothing I can do. So I'm just stuck in this car with this vomit. Stench? So, oh, yeah. It yeah. was starting to go, I'm opening the windows, but then you're stuck in traffic and it's petrol and, you know. So I'm just breathing it in, loving life. Beautiful. And then Pam wakes up probably about mm, 45 minutes later. She, she see- slept it off. She slept it off. She sees the vomit and goes, no, oh. no. And then she starts eating the vomit that she's just vomited out like 45 minutes before. Dad's got his little scroggin <laughs> trail mix to keep him entertained. Oh, this is mine I prepared earlier. Scroggin? <laughs> Don't say scroggin. <laughs> So, so, so then Pam eats her vomit, and I'm sitting like, no, sweetie, no, don't do that. Stop it. Stop no it. help. She then eats the vomit, and then guess what she does? She vomits the vomit back out. <laughs> she re-vomits the vomit, and then she vomits this one all over the seat behind me. I'm just sitting there, just like there is vomit all over the back of the car. Oh, my She's God. vomited three times now. She's eaten it. It is everywhere, and we just I was stuck in this field for a few hours, like three hours, really, by the time I got out of the traffic. Regurgitated, regurgitated. Yep. And then she fell asleep again. I didn't want to stop on the highway to wake her up, so the whole trip home, it was just vomit. We arrive back into like Newcastle. It took us about ten a bit hours getting Jesus. there. My wife greets us at the door and opens the car. And well, it was she's like, flown already. She's already home. Yep. It she's was done like, a grueling twelve-hour shift at the hospital. She works at. Yeah, well, I mean, she had a two-hour flight home, so she's all right. <laughs> she's or a fifty-minute flight, I should say. She's fresh. But you know, long aeroplane flights, like let's say you're flying Australia to America, LA, it's yep. thirteen hours. They say when they open those doors, like the host, it's the disgusting bodily fluids. It's and a punch smell. to the face. It's gross. Well, I think Morgan had that when she opened the door to me and Pam. We were just sitting in Pam's, Pam's vomit. I was like, morning, honey. How are you? I didn't even notice anymore. Welcome home. <laughs> Jess and Ducko. Uh, and the Oz Open, of course. I'm loving the Oz Open. Every time it hits to January, summer in Australia, I, I, you can't get enough of the Oz Open. Even now that all the Aussies have been knocked out, you're still into it? Well, it's disappoint- it is disappointing. Yep. Um, of course, Demon. Was it Demon or out last night? He got knocked out to the Russian Rublev uh, in five sets. Yep. Uh, it was a late one, classic Demon or match where, you know, it, it's just he's always long. It's always long. It's always a grind. It is always a battle. Do you know what I'm really invested in? And I didn't know until I saw it on social media where I get all my Oz Open news. Uh, Leighton Hewitt's son, 15-year-old yes. Cruz Hewitt made his day. At the he absolutely got wiped. But, like, how exciting. Another era of Hewitt stardom. It'd be tough to be his son. Coming up through the ranks, absolutely. But he's doing the backward cap. I'm not sure if he's got the come on. He's got to. He's got to have the come but on. But you would hope so. Uh, but we're joined by uh, one of the great commentators, one of the great hosts from Channel 9 and Stan Support, the one and only Tony Jones. Good morning, Tony. 
Morning, guys. How are you going? Yes, it was uh, a little bit like turning back the clock yesterday, wasn't it? Sort of watching Cruise. Cruise. Good name. Cruise. Very yeah. good name with Leighton and Beck Hewitt in the stands. Was the vibe around him really exciting? I mean, even though he's only 15 and he's still very much finding his place on the court, was that just really exciting for Aussies getting this next generation of Hewitt? I think so. Um, and and we, on the morning show, we had Leighton on. And he was just a bundle of nerves saying that hmm. it's just all completely new for him because like, obviously when he plays, he's in control. But this is his son and this is the one that he's seen sort of like, you know, sort of hit the practice courts pretty early in the piece. And there's a, there's a, a bit of a, a likening to his dad there with the cap on backwards yep. and the chain around the neck and the picking at the strings. And, yep. you know, even some people say they remind him of uh, Nick Kyrgios in a way, which oh. is a little frightening. Yeah. But more so <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment so. or not. <laughs> More so for his forehand than his temperament, I think. Okay, very good. That's uh, okay. <laughs> now, Tony, a tough night for the Aussies. Our last remaining singles Aussie player, of course, the Demon, getting knocked out to Rublev in five sets. Geez, I thought he was going to do it, but he sort of fell apart in that last set, didn't he? Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't great for you know, guys like you that sort of have to get up at uh, Sparrows. You, yep. know? I mean, you know, the match <laughs> finishing so late. I know. So. There's a lot of people walking around blurry-eyed this morning. But, yeah, look, I thought he was going to do it. I, I just thought, this is great. And from our point of view as the broadcasters, we, I, I, in my head, I was sort of thinking, great, what are we going to say tomorrow? What, you know, sort of what superlatives are we going to trot out? What is the headline going to be? You know, sort of. But then it sort of uh, it just turned around again. And Andre Rublev, who really did carry on like a three-year-old. I mean, I know you were talking about yeah. your child there before. <laughs> but, um, he did, though. Rublev, he, he shows his emotions very early on, doesn't he? Oh, it, it really was a carry-on and a half, both both verbally and also physically, the way he was throwing his racket around. But then you've got to admire him in a way because he was able to regroup and then be, be play like a big grown-up boy, you know. And, uh, <laughs> a big grown-up boy. Is it one of those things, Tony? Because, you know, tennis, we, we all get shushed. And uh, regardless of this new rule, we're now the, the spectators are able to walk in and out, which we'll touch on in a sec. Because it's such a demure, there's all this decorum around mm. tennis. There's often royals in the box. But then you see the players act so silly. It's just this real juxtaposition, Weird. isn't it? It makes it stand out more. Well, that's right. I, I'm, there's no other sport in the world where players can be as demonstrative and get away with it, whether it's abusing the umpires or, and you talk about, you know, royals in the box, but well, we don't have any royalty here. Oh, actually, Eddie Maguire was here a few minutes oh, ago. There there's a couple of big influences um, in the crowds, Tony. Be careful. Don't yeah. want to insult the, uh, the influencers. Oh, you know, <laughs> I, I was reading about, now hang on, who was, who was the influencer I was reading about? Um, Morgan today? Riddle, Taylor um, Fritz's girlfriend. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's that Taylor say? Fritz's yep. girlfriend. Yeah, yeah she's, a, she's, a, she's the, the influencer of influencers, apparently, yep. here. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> I remember, I remember just as an aside uh, at Wimbledon a couple of years ago when Prince uh, George, the little George, yep. uh, Louis, Louis the cheeky, he cracked it. Yeah, so, yep. so George, George was sitting there with his mum and dad when Kyrgios was playing in the final with Novak, <laughs> and then Kyrgios just started letting loose with some pretty fruity language, and uh, one of the aides came and picked up the little George and took him out the back <laughs> so he wouldn't have to hear it. Um, we haven't quite got to that stage here at the moment, but the EL, it is amazing. Uh, the crowd, yeah, it's a little free now to sort of like move around. You don't have to wait until a change of events before you can come back to your seat. But there was one bloke in the Novak match the other night that yelled out to him, you know, get vaccinated, Novak, which was a little uncool. <laughs> Is that when Novak said, come in here and say it to my face? Yeah. No, that was a different one. Oh, God, um, he's copping it from all sides. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's not, he's not loved. No. Um, but, yeah, that was... Um, yeah, that was someone else. Because there has been a bit of chatter. If you, if you watch the Novak matches, he's got like a pocket full of tissues and he's forever sort of 
like wiping his nose. And uh, now there's a little bit of chatter around, like, oh, hang on, has he got he's, the? He's, he's bringing COVID, COVID back in. Oh, he's got the sniffles. Yeah. Uh, t- can I tell you? Can I tell you? Every second person in Melbourne's got it, so it doesn't yeah, matter. It's oh, okay. <laughs> now, now, TJ, on that rule change. So, is this the first tournament where you don't have to wait three games? Audience members can sort of come and go a bit more freely because we saw Jordan Thompson say this is the wokest thing ever, and we've seen players like Novak and stuff blow up about it. Is this so new? Is it just here? And what do you think about it? Well, there's a couple of tournaments in America where they can just move around even while the players are playing. So it's not it's not sort of like new for Melbourne per se, but what we do have here, and this is what Jordan Thompson was talking about, it being the Wokers tournament, although I don't think he entirely understands the no. word woke and what it means. doesn't get that, <laughs> I think, no. I think he got that messed up. Because um, there's a court, court number six, which has a bar there. So you can actually stand at the bar nice. and have your drinks and carry on and all the rest of it while the match is being played. It, it's quite bizarre. Some people don't like it. Uh, uh, Stefano Sitsipas played doubles with his brother there, and I thought, oh, that, that's right up there, Ali. That's perfect scheduling. But <laughs> Stefano Sitsipas didn't like it at all. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's look, it, it's, it, it, the jury's out, put it that way. I mm. mean, I, I would like it. I would like it. But um, clearly the older brigade don't. Yeah, I oh, think it's good. On. I think for they people, need to loosen up. I agree. For people like me who, let's be honest, I find tennis quite boring. I wouldn't mind a rosé halfway through a game and I don't want to be stopped from getting one. Or so, people like me who drink a lot during the tennis and they need to wee all the time. Go wee wee's. So for everyone. Uh, and Tony, before we let you go, mate, it seems like one of the closest Aussie Opens ever. Big seeds losing sets all the time like Novak and stuff. No one's doing it easy. So who takes it? Who do you reckon is going to win this one? Well, I, okay, I, I'll give you a double here, and I'll, I'll probably be proven incorrect, but I'm going to go Carlos Alcaraz and Coco Golf. Ooh. Okay. okay. There's your tip from TJ. I was thinking the Italian sinner. The sin man was going to do it, but Alcaraz could do yeah, it. Yeah, well, he'd, he'd be a great story. He's coached by Darren Cahill, of course, the Australian, who's uh, had great success on the coaching scene, and sinner's just, you know, we're just waiting for him to burst out of the blocks. Um, of course, the other, the other, I'll leave you with this, the other mm. big hope in the female ranks is Arena Sabalenka, who's got this really unusual habit she's she's got a fitness coach who's bald as a badger and before each match she signs her name on his bald head oh i love it it's like a superstition with like the lucky rabbit's foot that's great that's excellent oh, that's good i'll tell you jones always great to have you on the oz opens on nine and stan sports make sure you check it out continues today thanks tony all right, see you guys. It's Jess and Ducko on Hit Breakfast. This is Jess and Ducko. Um, just quickly, Jess, I wanted to make a PSA. On Instagram, you probably aren't getting any any ads tailored to you for this. I don't know if you are, producer, shy guy. I love Maybe. targeted ads. Yeah. If you gave someone your phone for just, I reckon, 60 seconds yep. and you scrolled through their social media feed, it would tell you everything you need to know About based them. on their targeted ads. 100%. What are you getting? Uh, I'm getting a lot of ice bath recovery ads for like the gym <laughs> and stuff like that. So I I got so many like home ice bath and home sauna remedies that can be in like a tent or, you know, it's like an insulated sort of little inflatable thing. Yeah. Anyway, I got my parents, like, what do you want for Christmas? And I was was advertising what I want. It was hitting me so hard. I was like, get me one of these. Okay. So I got one of the inflatable ice baths, right? It Where was, do you put that? Do you like put it in the shower or in the no. bath in case there's oh, like no? You could, you could, I guess, okay. but I put it in. That's actually probably not a bad idea because then you can fill it up with a shower. Yeah, I was going to say, and then when you release it, is it a drain? That's actually, oh, you're just doing it outside. That's actually a really good idea God, for God, I'm so smart. Jeez, that's good. <laughs> I've also got a bathtub, and if you've got a bathtub, you got this thing. So it was a bit of a waste of money. Okay, could you not just put a sack of ice from the server? So here's my issue with it, right? <laughs> I set it up in, at, like, in the front yard. I put it out there. Oh, you, in the front yeah, yard. Obviously, naked. Let's oh, go. Hey, um, neighbours. Uh, <laughs> Getting my kid off in my eyes. Good morning, Debbie. Morning, Mike. (laughs) I've just been working out and I'm going to use my eye smile. 
Uh, your front yard is on a slope. Is, Are you yeah. just sliding, yeah, sliding back in. down yeah. into the I then have to move it to the backyard. It's a whole thing. <laughs> anyway, my problem is with it. You fill it with a hose, okay? It gets like halfway full because then you can sit in it. That's more water will rise. But you is need, that cold enough? No, so you need ice. Like literally you, you need, need to ice. go get the sacks so, of ice. Yeah, so you can oh. have like pre-frozen, say, water bottles in the fridge. You can chuck those in, but they don't get the cool temperatures as much as like a bag of ice. I was going to say, my ice cube tray, that's only 12. No, that's not doing the it's job. Not, it's not filling it up. <laughs> it's not. So I've had to go to the servo each time. I started with two bags. wasn't cold enough. Oh. Started with, then I went three, four. I now need five bags of ice to get this thing below 10 degrees, like eight degrees, like thereabouts. How big is this thing? Like, it's not huge. No, it's not like it's a like meter. It's like a wine barrel. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, sort yep. of. A little bit wider. But five bags five of ice. Five bags of ice. So essentially, it's costing me $20 per use. Isn't the whole point of getting your own? <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you have stop to pay paying for like a gym or a, or a yeah, you know, recovery, recovery lab. Center. And I, I may as well just go to join a recovery place because it's cost me 20 bucks use every time I use the ice bar. Are you carting five bags of ice yeah, that's the other to thing and as well. fro? Yeah, you get it from the server on the way home from the gym, then you put it in, you've got to fill up the bath. Oh, this is way too much effort. Get naked first and fill it up and then put the ice in. And Do you then... know what I say to your parents? They've given you a gift with yes. a bill attached. That's unacceptable gift giving. Uh, they need to have chipped in oh, for the... You can't give someone half a present. They need to give me like uh, a card to BP or Shell That's or right. something, and to be honest. And be contributing to your water bill because every time you fill that up with your hose, they've given you half a present. I did try and leave the cold water in there and see how long it would last, but it's only like an hour or two. It's I know your really... mum is a big listener of this show. Kate, mm-hmm. hear me now. You're giving your son half a gift. Yeah, even though it was my idea for you to get me the gift, Mum, give you, me you ice. You know your son doesn't think things through. Help him help himself. I want ice, Mum. Give me ice. Careful. Careful. <laughs> That's it for Jess and Ducko. If you missed the show, get the podcast on the listener app and follow them on socials at Jess and Ducko. This is here.